You're listening to The Breeze with DP and Haas on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into The Breeze here on Ticket Weekends on what is Super Bowl Sunday. We got the host as always, DP and Haas, both streaming in. I'm Harrison Arns back here at the 1040 Ticket Studios. Plenty of things to talk about. Like I said, Super Bowl Sunday down in Las Vegas. You got the 49ers Chiefs. We talked some WWE as DP was able to be down there, catch some of that WrestleMania press conference. We got the women's Husker hoops going on as well. And it's stingy first quarter for them as they're facing the Hawkeyes at home. First quarter wraps up 16 to 13. It's only a three-point game, and uh, we'll keep you updated as that game goes along. But nonetheless, I'll throw it back to the host. Haas, where do you want to go with it? So that's the score at the end of the quarter? Yep, first quarter, 16-13. Caitlin Clark sitting there with two boards, two assists, seven points. 111, I think, was the score for Iowa against Penn State. (laughs) So 16 or 13, I don't know who has the lead is really impressive on a defensive end for Nebraska. So Yep, Iowa has the lead, but like you said, um, just watching some of it through social media here, it's been defense for the Huskers allowing them to stay close right now. They're just playing very solid defense. Yeah, no oh, so they, 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 they did a thing that, that, that I've always wondered why people didn't do to Caitlin Clark, um, but not everybody has a Darian White who's willing to sacrifice everything else on the floor. What I don't want and, and Haas knows this about me, is that in, in, when it comes to basketball, the best player on the opposing team, I need to take something away. I'm not going to be reactive. I'm not going to allow you to just dictate how the game is going to play and, and, and how this is going to go down. And if I can force Caitlin White, Caitlin Clark to just do, just to work harder to get what she gets. There is a fatigue factor. There's a mental, there's the physical fatigue. I'm not worried about It's the mental fatigue of having somebody in your shirt for those extra minutes uh, as you cross court, as you try to get into the lane. Then you're forcing her to get out of her head, out of attack mode. And then it's, well, yeah, if, if Caitlin Clark has 10 assists, that's fine. But then you're forcing other people to become great to beat you. Like they know, you know how they win if you just let Caitlin Clark go off. Everybody knows their role, but if you put people in a in a in a tough spot, you give yourself a better chance to win. And Darian White has been, and you know, it's kind of watching it flow. She's been active, and again, of forcing Caitlin Clark one step away from the basket um, to have her put three more dribbles on the floor to get to the same plot spot that she's used to getting to normally. Uh, forcing teammates to shoot the ball in spaces from levels that they're not used to. And then Darian White, um, what happens along that is that she becomes aggressive offensively. So um, kudos to Amy Williams and the staff for for making the move and saying, listen, however it plays out, it's not going to play out the way it normally plays out. We're not going to let you have what you want to get. You're going to have to earn it. Yeah, well said. I think if you look at that Nebraska game and how the men's team were able to take down Purdue earlier in the year, don't let Zach Eady do what he wants to do. Don't let Zach Eady get comfortable, and that was kind of the game print. Like He's obviously still going to get his when you're that good. It's going to be hard to keep him absolutely nullified in terms of the box score, uh, but they did enough, and it is a good start. Again, as the score keeps updating, 18-15, to 15, but 
Yeah, you like your odds right now with how they're playing defense. That's the one thing about this team with Amy Williams led. Um, the defense has been pretty consistent. They just need that offense to kind of keep on pace with it. But nonetheless, only being down by five points right now, good start for the women's team. Yeah, and the, the other thing, the big news, of course, is that, I mean, you know, Haas doesn't, maybe doesn't recognize how close and how, uh, how frictional the relationship is with Nebraska and Iowa. Uh, and that, you know, Iowa travels for Caitlin Clark, and they it's not a long trip to Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, so folks were outside in a line three hours before for SIP. I don't know. Maybe I'll explain this for Iowa folks. I'm here to help. But you don't have to get in line. Your seat is guaranteed. Like PBA actually here in, in, like in Lincoln, Nebraska, you actually get a seat. And the seat is yours, no matter what time you get there. <laughs> you don't have to stand out in line in the cold for hours on head. Like you're not, you're not going to see Caitlin Clark three hours before the game. I think we told them that intentionally so we could make them sit outside in the cold. I think that was well. They did. They did. <laughs> they did it. They sure did. They lined up and did the thing. Look, I was there last year when when they when they came to uh, Lincoln, and another sellout. And kudos to that. Um, I was talking to somebody this morning about how how much respect I have for Caitlin Clark. And then I'm curious because I still don't like her. Like it's a, it's 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 an interesting thing that well, I have mad respect for her as a basketball player and I try not to attach the play the person to the to the player. But I, I there's something that that rubs me wrong. Don't know what I'm not even sure what it is. There's something that rubs me wrong about it, and the fact that maybe it's the fact she plays for Iowa. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's a thing. I'm not sure what it is. It has to be because from a basketball perspective, competitive, can dribble, can shoot. She can create 15 assists in her last game. So if you were to go look at the, the box score and see that there was an Iowa player with 47 points, you would obviously think it was Caitlin Clark, and it wasn't. And that in itself – wow <laughs> yeah i think wow. the the only thing that goes against caitlin clark is the only thing that goes against in the guy and lebron james it's the flopping like if you're if you're gonna be and not uh, this isn't pointing it out like yeah she flops it, it's one of those things as part of the game you can argue is that the ref's job to not call the flops or if you're caitlin clark if they're calling it you can't necessarily blame the player either but as a spectator it's the same thing. That's why people get upset with LeBron, even though he's that great of a player. You don't think LeBron's a bad player. You don't think Caitlin Clark's a bad player. But the flopping, that's the only thing. I mean, we we all saw the post game after Ohio State. Uh, there's some feelings about that one. It's just small things like that. But in terms of her play, she's a dominant player. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That was not a flop. She did not see the person coming at her. No, she flopped, Hoss. She threw her arms and flailed her arms forward. Uh Okay, you so, sold a little bit. A, no, no, no. Let, let me let me get in on this because because and being around UFC for the last couple of days, the thing there's a statement that's made constantly: control your weapons. What elite athletes do better than most human beings is control every aspect of their physicality, their awareness, their space identity, uh, their physicality. They understand it. Control your weapons, and if you're running on the floor, a basketball player knows when somebody's coming within your space. You absolutely, the peripheral is, what we know about Caitlin Clark 
is that she sees the full range <laughs> and peripheral vision unlike anybody else in college basketball. And to tell me that you didn't see somebody moving at turtle speed with no athletic arrogance about them and you didn't notice and that somehow in contact you you flailed forward you flailed forward and up that's the flop thing that harrison was talking about it's so natural to her and then the disingenuousness and of her in the post game that i was i could have been hurt really badly and i, I this has to be you know what none of it's true and none of it's authentic and none of it settles with me none of it lands that's a part of the problem that i have with it it was that wait a minute to watch the film on it you can watch it in slow motion and the fact that we got to watch slow motion on caitlin clark <laughs> running across the floor really bothers me but there is not one athletically arrogant thing she did in that there was no natural movement to anything that happened in it it didn't look it didn't look like the way she moves it didn't it didn't agree with the way she moves she flopped against a reporter bro come on <laughs> come on she flopped against a student reporter running to get to get to get pictures and video there was like five half truths in that statement that I'm not even going to touch. But the thing that I'm going to say is, what do you want her to do, Jermaine O'Neal, the person? Like, no, what this is this is where to me even it's if a it, jump stop. even if you're calling it's a jump stop, even if you're calling for did not he she did not see here. It was when the arms went up in the 360 spin around fall to the floor. That's to me where it's but like, she, come on, she's run yeah. off picks. At, at, at College Park against six foot four, 190 pound forwards with far more grace than she did that that 122 pound reporter. Haas, when you lose your balance, do you put your arms up straight in the air Depends to catch how yourself? Surprised I am. Ah, I think Look. you're stretching it. <laughs> it, just, it, right. it just looked on that. You just have to watch it. And it looks unnatural. She's still a great player, and this is what makes this as a still fun. Still a magic. great player. She's fantastic. Still a Hoss. great player. Oh yeah, but the flopping—that's the reason We're why anyone have any beat. Whether she can play, Hoss. We're talking about that she took advantage of a situation and made herself a victim when she wasn't a victim. She's not. Look, who's who's the most gifted person on that floor running across a, a basketball court in tennis shoes and in a uniform on full alert? Caitlin Clark. And to tell me that she had less awareness of a student reporter running across the floor, and then when got friction, when friction was received, flailed. There's no other. There's no other description for what she did. She flailed. So it. There's no half truth in any of that. And let's here's say, the thing. Let's say it's all true. Let's say it's all true. No, no, Hoss. I'm not in this. I speak from what I know. I'm just I saying, let's of, say it's I'm all not, true. This is as not a coach. Opinion, this as is a not coach. Opinion, this, is not, this is not slander. This is not bias. This is speaking to what I know to be true. And having been around her at the entire Big Ten tournament last year, two other games, four games over the course of last year, I've been in the room with Caitlin Clark on 12 different occasions. I speak from what I know. We'll, we'll get this one from the text line real quick. And this one uh, from Jordan P chimes in. She flopped. I refed her all through high school. Uh, 
I'll use some keywords here. We'll say was not necessarily a fair player I've ever refed. Hitting girls on screens. Um, he just claims it as to sum it up short, ridiculous in terms of the flop. And that's hearsay. Obviously, I couldn't tell if Jordan coached her, but from experience, this isn't this isn't new to people who have had talked about refing her in the past. But again, you can argue if they're gonna flop and the refs are gonna call it, why don't you flop? But Haas, I'm definitely gonna say it's flop. <laughs> I don't see that any other way. The flailing at the end there. Um, I'll give you some time here to convince me otherwise or take it to a new, new segue, but that's that's where I'm at with it. It's not a hill I'm going to die on. <laughs> I, I was going to say, as a coach, if you have a press conference and everything that you guys are saying is true, then the coach has a responsibility to improve that communication from a, a young lady. So you could blame the kid. Oh, hold on, hold on, Coach DP. Hold on, hold on. You know... As a coach, it's your responsibility to train these young adults to communicate better and speak better. And if she played the victim card as a coach, it is our responsibility to nip that in the bud. So that's which, a, that's which further speaks to my issue with this. I'm saying now I blame the coach. Well, no, no. I through all of this, the coach is ultimately responsible for the player and the person that's under her watch. Correct. And the coach has allowed, has dictated that one, the rules of basketball don't apply for Caitlin Clark, and she goes along with it. She's fully supportive of it. Hey, she runs across the court. As a matter of fact, I was just looking up, and she's on the court during the during the play because somebody actually breathed on Caitlin Clark, and she's on the floor. I'm not talking on the sideline. I mean on the floor. I watch this coach make decisions that, quite frankly, if I get if I'm one of the other players on the team that you understand who your star player is. It's a unique situation because you've never had anybody who played at the level and with the level of success that she's had. So I get it that coaches, you make allowances, Hoss. We've had guys that we allowed certain things simply because they were, were elite in the space, but we still had to set boundaries for everybody else. I'm not saying that the coach is right or wrong. I would just my preference Handle your players. Handle your players. And then don't look, the coach hadn't seen the replay of Caitlin Clark running into the reporter. She hadn't. She asked Caitlin Clark what happened. And then they walked in the room and then the mics were up. What I disagree with is that she didn't come back and say, listen, I looked back and here's what I saw. And she didn't because she didn't have to. You know why? Because nobody held her accountable. The queen and the princess get to make the rules. That's and what it is. I was never had a woman athlete and a coach have the levels of success and notoriety and make the money that they've made for the program ever. So it's a thing. Two names come to mind for me, Livy Dunn and John Morant. And and so with those two two names, I, I hope you see where where why I went there. So the success that Livy Dunn or attention that Livy Dunn has gotten. It's just new. Mm -hmm. This is not, not something that we've seen and we're not used to. And as a person, I'm sure Livy Dunn is not used to. So with that, the things that she does and the way she acts, it it's probably going to be different. And so I'm not making excuses, but what training is around that to make sure it, it, it doesn't come off the wrong way. The same needs to be done for Caitlin Clark. And we talked about it a couple of times with, who John Morant is and should be and could become as a basketball player, 
if there's things outside of the court that shouldn't happen, who is he surrounding himself with that would make sure that doesn't happen? So it's the same. Like, who is Kate and Clark surrounding herself with that says, nah, you're too good. If you guys are saying it's true, fine. I'll, I'll believe you. I don't, I'm not there. I, I didn't meet her. DP is a person that can read people. Fine. Then let's make her better because you're going to be one of the best women's basketball players of all time. You might as well not be a jerk. You might as well not be a diva. You might as well be like a Cody Rhodes. Fair enough. And uh, I think we'll go ahead and wrap it up here on this last break before we kind of wrap things up and quick programming notice when we get to one o'clock, we will officially have our Super Bowl coverage starting here on the ticket. So on the airwaves, We'll have our shows, or excuse me, on the airways, we'll have our Super Bowl coverage, streams, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Allo Channel 961. You can continue to get your ticket content that way. But with that being said, we'll go ahead and throw it to our last break here on The Breeze. We've got DP Haas. I'm Harrison at the studio. Don't go anywhere.